Welcome to the Knowledge of Salvation podcast. Uh, for the starting, uh, this channel is all about uh, spiritual experience, uh, demonic experience, angels, encounters, uh, wisdom, about knowledge, uh, about the uh, Word of God, uh, prophetic dreams, and various experience in various situations that can benefit uh, uh, all who listen to this podcast and prepare uh, current and upcoming generations ahead in near future. And this information can shift uh, the whole culture in, and civilization very fast into a more healthy one. And if you're looking for answers about certain areas, experiences, or ways of uh, life where usual human thinking stops giving answers and step starts looking for them, then this podcast is exactly uh, for you. Uh, be patient and you might will understand a lot why's and then your life will change into positive direction. Uh, all I'm going to talk about is not harm, nor to offend anyone. It's simply my take about topics I talked about from my experience and from studying and doing research uh, that uh, for sure going to expand as years going on. Uh, so please observe all of I say very carefully. Uh, so as we started in the first podcast, uh, this continuation of uh, introduction, first four videos, and uh, in this one I'm going to be talking about uh, ethnic religions, uh, in which also um, uh, I will include uh, even uh, uh, mention it. Uh, one of the last uh, religions, Africa's traditional religions, which is 1.2%, is a religion or belief associated with a particular ethnic group. That's what is ethnic religion. Uh, and um, uh, for starting, I'm gonna again speaking beliefs, practices, and symbolism in different groups. So moving on, Judaism of uh, Jews, uh, what they believe in, they believe that. Uh, uh, people uh, in uh, they believe in Torah, which is their book, and uh, uh, which uh, was the whole uh, of the laws given to the Israelites of at Sinai. Uh, they believe uh, they must follow uh, God's uh, laws, which govern daily life. Uh, later, legal books uh, written uh, by rabbis and rabbis with who are they. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a Jewish scholar or teacher, especially one who studies or teaches Jewish law, uh, uh, determine uh, the law as it applies uh, to life in each uh, new place and time. So that's what these uh, Torah uh, books are, uh, and the later legal books are. So uh, practices of uh, Judaism is... Uh, you know, as many of you heard, it's what it's uh, uh, the divine commandments given by God in the Torah. Then um, practice of Judaism also including the 630 commandments from Jewish Bible, uh, also rabbinic rules and laws, worshiping in synagogue. Uh, that is Jewish house and uh, Jewish worship and prayers and uh, keeping kosher, which is uh, Jewish dietary laws. Uh, talking about symbols of uh, Judaism, it's uh, quite a lot. Uh, first one is uh, Luchot, it's the two tablets. They are sometimes uh, at, 
etched uh, with uh, the first few words uh, for each of the Ten Commandments, or just the first letters, uh, first ten letters of the Hebrew alphabet, uh, one for each commandment. Then another symbol of Judaism is uh, Menorah, uh, so it's uh, the temple candelabra. It is uh, the seven-branched uh, gold candelabra in the temple. Candelabra is essentially large uh, branched candlestick or holder for cellar candles or lamps. Then it is for sure Torah scroll. Open Torah scroll is often used as the central part of a logo of a uh, yeshivah or other institution of Torah study. Uh, the actual Torah scroll contains uh, the five books of Moses handwritten on parchment in Hebrew by a trained scribe. Uh, then the next one is uh, on gravestones, uh, open hands and the picture. Uh, the fifth one uh, is uh, Torah decor uh, depicted as a uh, lions and eagles. First it should be noted that uh, the lion is symbol of the tribe of Judah, which uh, produced uh, David, uh, Solomon, and other great kings, including the Messiah. Also, these images invoke the words of uh, Judah ben Tema, who was known to say, uh, "Be bold as a leopard, light as an eagle, uh, uh, fleeting as a deer, and mighty as uh, mighty as a lion." to do uh, the will of your father in heaven. Then there is the next uh, symbolism of uh, uh, Judaism and truck and uh, lulav branch or in other words palm tree uh, it means uh, victory, triumph, peace and eternal life and it were used a, uh, at uh, the feast of uh, tabernacles or booths which is uh, Sukkot and also uh, were used by uh, Maccabeans uh, when they celebrated defeating the Greeks over 2,100 years ago. When G and also were used uh, when Jesus entered Jerusalem on the first day of Holy Week, riding the fall of a, of a donkey. The palms were waved and laid on the road before him to celebrate the King of the Jews. Then there is another symbol uh, of Judaism, uh, it's uh, seven uh, species, the scripture describes the, the seven species with uh, which the land of Israel was blessed, uh, wheat, barley, uh, grapes, figs, pomegranates, olives and dates. Another symbolism is uh, Mag and David, uh, which is also depicted as six-pointed star, it uh, has long been associated with the Jewish people and Grace thousands of synagogues uh, all, over, all over the world. Um, the next one is for sure, as would be obvious, uh, doves and olives. The dove and the olive branch have become a universal symbol of peace. Due to the somewhat misunderstood biblical story of the dove uh, bringing back an olive leaf to Noah, uh, to signify uh, that uh, the waters get receded after the Great Flood. One explanation is that uh, just as leaves, uh, the olive tree do not fall off either in summer or in winter, neither shall the Jewish people be cast off, either in this world or to, uh, in the world to come, uh, and his nation 
the dove is an adjective uh, uh, often used to describe the bride, uh, the uh, Jewish people. Uh, another symbol is chai uh, pantan, chai is uh, in Hebrew uh, meaning uh, life. The word is written with uh, just two letters, uh, chet and yud, uh, which have the combined phonetic value of 18. This explains why Jews love giving birthday presents, uh, donations, and other gifts in multiples of 18, so 36, uh, 54, 72, and so on. Uh, the next uh, symbolism is Maccabee shield. Displaying the Hebrew word uh, Maccabee on a banner or flag uh, harkens uh, back to the Second Temple period when a small band of Jews called the Maccabees uh, successfully revolted against their Greek oppressors. From that time on, the word uh, Maccabee has symbolized uh, the small and powerless uh, overcoming uh, great, great odds against uh, the mighty tyrants. Uh, Mikamoka uh, Baalim Hashem. Uh, its meaning: Who is like uh, 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 who is like you among the mighty O G D, which I think uh, means God, uh, because there's specific uh, symbol that I was not able to uh, research on. So I'm just assuming. Uh, uh, but you do your research yourself, it's like a room for research, uh, and it means uh, with trust in Him we can overcome all odds and trust in God. In God. The, another symbol is high priest's uh, breastplate, often found in synagogues, frequently embroidered uh, on the curtain covering the Holy Ark that houses the uh, Torah scrolls. And the breastplate ch ch chose hand, sitting chosen, a specific word. Is uh, and was one of the eight uh, priestly garments worn by the high priest Kohen um, Gadol uh, while serving in the holy temple. Uh, it featured twelve precious gemstones, uh, gemstones and corresponding to the twelve tribes of uh, Israel. Uh, the another symbolism uh, is Hamsan. Uh, uh, it's the hand and the hamsa, a symmetrical image of a palm with uh, an eye in its center. It is common to many cultures, including Judaism. There are those who question whether it is a legitimate Jewish symbol, and many people refrain from wearing the hamsa or hanging it in their homes. Uh, as well, uh, the band is try. Uh, Rabbi Yosef, the claim of uh, Baghdad, uh, Sephardic letter of uh, the 19th century, notes that uh, there is a custom to say Hamsha, uh, which means five in Arabic, to ward off the evil eye and explains uh, that uh, that why is uh, Many why many wear wear uh, a little hand of five fingers with uh, the letter uh, hey, uh, whose numeric equivalent is five written on it. Apparently, he did not consider uh, it a problem, uh, and it is important to keep in mind that uh, the Talmud says the evil eye affects you if you place importance on it and worry about it if you ignore it. Uh, 
table line does not affect you at all but we will get there you know because there's meaning behind this stuff like it's it's expanding to the um, to multiple cultures so but we get there after after four instruction videos so stay with me now moving on to Judaism of Welsh uh, it's another ethnic uh, group of, of from ethnic group religions uh, another religion, Buddhism, uh, its nature is considered to be unconditionally sacred and an expression or manifestation of deity and divinity. Everything exists uh, as an interconnected web. Buddhism uh, essentially practices uh, a group uh, that is a group of people uh, who come together to honor deity, land, culture, heritage, ancestry and each other within the druid tradition essentially they are run by druids local to an area because they take their inspiration from the locality each is consequently and appropriately different such practices also practiced privately because uh, the gods are forces of uh, nature and heritage in Buddhism uh, they exist uh, within uh, every aspect of nature instead of reaching to a single abstract concept of deity, a unique uh, uh, creative supernatural god. Uh, druids find the divine uh, through study, ritual, music, meditation, prayer and dance. In other words, um, uh, by singing an old song, learning an old language, sitting by the grave of an ancestor or within an old stone circle, as well as uh, doing meditating in the rain, planting trees or tending the, guard, uh, tending the garden. The druid opens soul, mind, consciousness and heart to connect with the forces of nature as they depicted uh, as gods present uh, and influential within that aspect of nature and he opens uh, his soul to his ancestors and the gods who guided them into sacred relationship fulfillment and peace uh, as well uh, important to say that this is religious practice so we seek a connection with deity the sacred powers of existence and is found uh, all these practices within all Druidry uh, throughout the world, so not only in one location, throughout all the planet. Now, Druidism symbols, uh, when you're talking about them, one of them is uh, the Triskele, it's a rounded spiral with uh, three arms radiating from the central, central point, turning uh, counterclockwise, it stands for anyone or hundreds of triads in Celtic literature, but uh, typically uh, uh, is understood as standing for the land, sea, and sky, which composed the foundation of the Celtic cosmology. Another symbolism is the spiral, so it's Neolithic monuments typically uh, that have uh, spiral patterns uh, carved into the stones, and being pre Celtic, uh, spiral. Uh, People still who did this research have no clear idea what the spiral meant to the people who carved them, yet it was uh, depicted, uh, it is reasonable to believe that they stood for the cycles of seasons, of day and night, and of life and death. 
Another symbol is often uh, these three upright bars with the tops of uh, the outer two bars uh, leaning toward uh, the top of the center bar. Its first appearance in Judaism appears to be in the Bardas, uh, but it's used by uh, modern uh, Druids. Um, it's very widespread. Um, sometimes the oven is uh, drawn with three stars above it and the hole enclosed in three uh, cycles and the word oven is uh, from Welsh uh, uh, translation uh, meaning for uh, inspiration. Then there is another uh, 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 symbolism in Judaism uh, uh, that is uh, uh, the circle as with many Indo-European sun symbols, the circle is simple geometric shape we all know and love. It makes up uh, the pagan part of the Celtic cross. Circles are also the shape that many megalithic monuments are constructed in, uh, which is why we call them stone circles and round barrows. The circle is a natural shape for religious symbols across the world uh, and for it is the shape of the sun, the moon, the horizon, the bird's nest and the human eye. Another symbol uh, of Judaism is uh, Celtic cross, which I think many of you are familiar with. Uh, it's a Christian cross with a circle surrounding the middle point where the vertical and horizontal lines of the cross intersect. It is essential symbol of uh, Celtic Christianity and is commonly used as monuments, grave markers uh, and landmarks in indicating holy sites. The largest Celtic crosses are carved from stone blocks and stand at uh, monasteries such as uh, at Iona and Aberlem. Uh, another symbol is uh, the Druid seagull, uh, a circle intersected by two vertical lines in uh, Stuart Pigot's book called the Druids. There is a photo of uh, a Romano-British building, possibly a temple located at Black Holmes, uh, Thirstleton, Leicester, uh, which is in England. Uh, in which the symbol forms the uh, foundation. Another symbol in Judaism is the god with the horns, and it is an image of a male god um, with horns on his head, usually stuck antlers, but sometimes small bull horns. Through this symbol, probably represents the god in the image, and uh, not Judaism as a whole. It is used quite commonly by modern pagans. And the stack antlers represent three branches and thus stand for fertility. The bull horns stand for power in a culture where the measure of one's economic affluence was the size of one's cattle herds. Bull's uh, horns clearly symbolizes uh, power by all this uh, meaning as well. Gold horns were uh, not used. Uh, nor introduced into Hornet God images until the Christian period, and at this time the prob uh, the, it probably stood for subservience, domesticity, and also sin and evil, hence scapegoat, which is now used uh, in Satanism. But we get it. 
no, don't let's not jump too right to ahead. Uh, another symbol is uh, the crescent moon, a symbol probably introduced into Judaism by the Romantics. Uh, it stands for the divine feminine principle of fertility, corresponding by opposition to the god uh, with the horns. Uh, another symbolism is uh, the tree, a primordial, primarily symbol of Druidism. However, each species of tree, known to Druids, uh, it had uh, meaning on its own. Uh, trees are important because they are bridges between the realms of land and sky. They communicate the water between these realms. Another symbol in Druidism is uh, the head. It has definitely had the mystical significance and uh, to the Celts uh, it was the seat of the soul. Another symbolism that we usually can see in Buddhism is uh, long white beards. It is romantic period depictions of uh, Druids in art and in caricature typically was showed uh, with them uh, with a, a long white beards, long white hair and long white robes. That we even now can see in certain entertainment uh, movies as well, uh, depicting that era. Uh, another symbolism is uh, corvette blade, sickle, or seafarer. In modern Druidism, the corvette uh, blade has entered common use as a cutting implement for harvesting particular plants and herbs at particular times of the year. Uh, it's Cutting action in ritual is not so much one of taking down but of releasing and freeing. As in, to cut free, uh, the energy uh, is freed by the cut uh, of the plant and is sent to the gods or blessed uh, upon the assembly, as Druidists believed. Uh, its shape is also reminiscent of the crescent moon. Another um, uh, symbol is the druid rod. Some legends uh, shows that druids uh, was using wands, staffs, and rods to direct uh, their energy when working magic, usually when cursing or shape changing. And it was made from hazel, and it had to touch the thing that it was directed at. Another. Uh, Symbolism is bell branch. This was traditionally a silver tree branch with uh, gold bells attached to it. Uh, the sound of the bells is pleasing to the gods and attracts their attention, while the same time uh, it's believed by Druidists that uh, it is offensive to the ears of malevolent spirits who are thereby driven away. Uh, it it is of course no wonder that the fairy host uh, have silver bells uh, on the har harnesses of their horses and modern druids use the bell branch to make uh, calls to the spirits and deities and to purify a person on a spiritual level. Another symbolism is uh, crane bag. Uh, it's a ritual object that contains many treasures from such deities as men and he is seen as the uh, ruler of, uh, uh, of uh, and as a guardian of the 
other world, uh, it is place where deities and that uh, exist uh, and, and probably live, as I understood and observed carefully, and as well, uh, uh, bring back uh, ritual object, uh, contain also treasures from Gyob uh, New certain hard pronouncing name uh, uh, it is god of weaponry and metal workers uh, and in mythology he brew, brewed an ale of immortality and was also an architect as well uh, i want to mention that uh, it was god of war Ares in ancient culture uh, uh, and it depicted as mars planet and mars came from astrology so see like it's already entered combination with many other religions uh, and its function this grain back function as a ritual object appears to be similar to that filled by the medicine bundle of uh, native north americans another uh, symbolism in Buddhism is cauldron it's uh, two prominent uh, uh, as two prominent celtic deities uh, have these magical cauldrons uh, that is a big pot of, of potions uh, or a situation described characterized by instability and strong emotions so these deities that had these cauldrons uh, was Irish, Dagda and Welsh Terry uh, Dwen uh, both of these cauldrons uh, possess uh, the property of granting wisdom uh, to any who drink from Another symbolism uh, is Druid Egg. The Druid Egg was described mythologically as a small object formed from dried sp spittle of serpents and possessing magical healing qualities. As well as another symbol is uh, animal and plant remains. Uh, and in ancient Druids, uh, animal skin and plant remains was used for decorative Sinal and medical and religious purposes. One uh, ritual called the Tarp Face requires the druid to sleep under the skin of a freshly killed bull uh, so that the spirit of the bull can send prophetic dreams to the sleeper. Another Symbolism in Judaism is musical instruments uh, that are, of course, constructed entirely from animal and plant remains. The myths make frequent reference to harps in particular, and the Celts uh, may also have used drums, but with reference to all Celtic religion. These tools are in the domain of the bard rather than the druid, but just like uh, the bards themselves, Musical instruments were certainly a part of public druid ceremonies uh, as well. One of the druidism uh, uh, symbols is stones. It's a particularly ring of stones in the ground uh, and it was the most probable temple or place where religious ceremonies took place. It's difficult to speculate. If uh, the ancient druids attributed particular qualities to particular species uh, or uh, rock or crystal, but many modern druids employ the correspondences of modern occultism and witchcraft to good ends, um, uh, 
stones uh, was able to and still is uh, as tourism believes uh, channel store and direct uh, earth energy and thus we are used for uh, markers set in circles and uh, levations were put it over them in sacrifice now what is levation now like for those who don't uh, use this word it's a ritual pouring of a liquid of uh, grains such as rice as an offering to a deity or spirit or in memory of the dead now you know uh, grains and rice like just depict uh, just just think about it like what liquids are made from grains and rice you know there's a lot of behind the scenes i'm telling you it's gonna be the whole another level when i'm gonna start uh, uh, describing all of these systems now moving on to another uh, uh, system it's Hellenism of Greeks it's a uh, most common term to use uh, 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 and describe continually practice of poly polytheistic and ancient Greek religious beliefs uh, it is the worship or, or belief in multiple deities which are usually assembled into a pantheon of gods and goddesses along with their own religious and religions and rituals uh, practices of Hellenism of Greeks it's um, uh, Hellenistic uh, in, a, in their uh, form and it involves uh, uh, polytheism via the worshipping of the Greek gods, heroes, natural divinities and underworld deities of ancient Greece it's a primarily practice um, uh, uh, that uh, involves uh, exchanging uh, offerings uh, for the gods blessings and a key belief uh, is scars which is uh, grace uh, and it creates reciprocity between humans uh, recipe prosity between humans, uh, gods and communities. Moving on to Hellenism symbols. Uh, first of them is uh, laurel uh, which is reed uh, uh, that was uh, and still is used uh, uh, by a number of Hellenic organization. It has strong link to Hellenic practice and ancient Hellas. For one, reads uh, were often prizes for winning a match, race, or other sporting event. The Olympics, uh, for instance, uh, especially reds, is designed with twelve sets of leaves, one for each major Olympic god or goddess would serve the purpose. Uh, moving on to another symbol, it's uh, the lighting bolt, which even now used in many even entertainment business. But uh, in Hellenism, it's uh, uh, represented uh, essential uh, and qu quintessential uh, weapon of Zeus, and uh, everyone with a cursory knowledge of Hellenic mythology will instantly recall the king of the gods and his lightning bolts. While there is obviously a lot more to Hellenic mythology than Zeus, a religion that. Um, includes him would benefit greatly from a symbol that represents the head 
of said pantheon, and pantheon is, uh, as I depicted, uh, uh, a all religions gods, like pack of gods, like all these deities and gods that uh, those religion systems uh, practitioners and followers believed and still believes. Uh, now, uh, the Kathara is another symbolism in Hellenism. Kathara is an ancient Greek instrument uh, in the Lyra family. In mythology, it was uh, gifted to Apollo Apollon uh, by Hermes. Apollon used it to bring music into the world uh, as uh, Hellenism depicts, and thus it represents the bridge between Taoi gods and us uh, mortals. Uh, it isn't uh, connected directly to the uh, Taoi, which is gods, uh, and that means it lacks a bit uh, one thing it's supposed to do, represent the whole of the religion. Now, another symbolism is uh, Caduceus. Uh, it's uh, literally suffers from the same drawback the does. It represents only a small sampling of the gods. In this case, Hermes, a uh, deity in ancient Greek uh, religion and mythology. Uh, Hermes uh, is considered uh, the herald of the gods as well as the protector of human heralds, travelers, thieves, merchants, and orators. And as well, Iris, uh, as Iris was uh, both a personification of the rainbow and a divine messenger. And Ancient Greeks combined these two functions of Iris since, as a meteorological phenomenon, rainbow appears to connect uh, heaven and earth, and by extension, it was only suitable uh, that its spirit should serve as the link between the gods and the mortals. Uh, another symbol in um, uh, Hellenism uh, is uh, Phi, uh, which is linked to mathematical and philosophical scholarly works. Uh, it's a universal symbol of the educated mind. And another symbolism is uh, Dodecagram. It's a 12-pointed star, uh, and it's more widespread uh, symbols of Hellenism, uh, and 12 points represent 12 Olympic gods. Uh, and thus, uh, symbol serves its purpose it's a dedicational symbol. Now, moving on to another uh, uh, ethnic uh, group is Drusea of Drusea, so it's same name and same practitioner's uh, name. So, first of Drusea believe, uh, uh, as beliefs goes, is uh, in God and his oneness. Another one is uh, Drusea's believe in the teachings of several intermediate Aries, uh, including uh, seven spokesmen who preached uh, in their times, and they depicted uh, they depicted as a Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, Muhammad, and Muhammad Ibn Asmail, uh, Ismail. Uh, and third belief of Drusus is the uh, phenomenon of uh, transmigration of souls, or more precisely, perhaps metamorphosis, which is depicted in many religions as uh, religious systems as a reincarnation. Drusus believed that uh, certainly uh, it's in the centrality of uh, wisdom 
as a collective body of knowledge concerning theology, cosmology, and eschatology. Uh, coming to those practices, um, they practice speaking the truth, uh, protecting correligionists uh, uh, as well. They practice uh, abandoning the worship of idols and sin, fleeing from devils and oppression, declaring the unity of the Creator being contented with God and submitting to God's will, uh, coming to Druze symbolism, they strictly avoiding iconography but uh, instead using the five colors which they depict as five limits um, as the religious symbol which is green, red, yellow, blue and white. Each color portrays them at the physical power called Had, literally uh, it depicted as a limit as in the distinctions that separate humans from animals or the powers that make uh, human the animalistic body and each head, each of this the limit is uh, uh, color-coded in the following manner so green goes for universal mind, intelligence uh, and nose N-O-U-S, not nose, not human nose N-O-U-S Red is for uh, universal soul, uh, yellow is for Kalima, uh, the word lo or Logos, as in other uh, cultures. Uh, the word slash Logos was two of those meanings. Then there is blue, uh, which is for potentiality, cause, and precedent, and white is for the future effect and eminence. Moving on to another. Uh, ethnic group uh, religion is Alawism of Alawites. Uh, they believe uh, uh, that this complex faith includes an emphasis uh, of a trinity, Muhammad, his uh, uh, nephew, successor Ali, and Salman al Fasiri, Salman al Farisi, an early Persian convert to Islam. And Alism uh, is a belief. Uh, uh, in Alism, this uh, emphasis of Trinity is a belief of uh, reincarnation and the celebration of a mass uh, uh, involving wine and bread. So it's uh, that uh, process, uh, the um, certain uh, uh, activity and religious systems that we even now can see in uh, Catholicism so you know it's again uh, merging into one another with certain uh, elements uh, now uh, Alevism practices is um, uh, one of them uh, isolating in the mountains uh, near Syria Mediterranean coast and all that's uh, thought that the Quran uh, was to be read allegorically and preferred uh, to pray at home rather than in Moscow's. They also highly secretive and initiating only a minority of believers into their core dogma, including reincarnation and a divine trinity, and into rituals, including a rite of drinking consecrated wine, similar to a, as I mentioned, Christian mass. Like nearby Druzea, Alawites also adopted the ancient practice of uh, Taquia, which is uh, hiding their beliefs to avoid persecution and 
moving to allyism symbols is uh, uh, I was able to find only one core that is Zulfar and it has three meanings. The first one is it's the sword of Ali ibn uh, Abi uh, Talib, uh, cousin and son-in-law of the Islamic prophet Muhammad. Another uh, meaning of Zulfar is depicted as scissor-like double-bladed sword that uh, is uh, even at certain flags. And uh, Zulfar, third symbol, is the word do means possessor, master, and the Adafa is a construction uh, a possessor of. So its uh, meaning in the whole is the third meaning in the whole is uh, master and possessor of something. Uh, now moving on to another uh, system is Alevism of Alevites. Uh, uh, and they believe that the Prophet Muhammad nephew uh, Ali ibn uh, Ali ibn Abi Talib was his rightful successful successor and they reject the leadership of the first tree. Uh, rightly uh, guided caliphs uh, following the prophet's death. Uh, now, what is caliph? Caliph is chief Muslim, civil, and religious ruler, regarded as the successor of uh, Muhammad. Uh, uh, now, the Alism also uh, believes is the Quran. It has both uh, open and hidden meaning, and it can be accessed uh, through religious practice that is unavailable to the initiated, meaning without special knowledge or experience. Coming to Alevism practices, uh, the Alevi spiritual path uh, is commonly understood to take place through four major life stages or uh, depicted as gates. The first gate is uh, religious law considered elementary. Uh, most Alevi activity takes place in the context uh, of the second gate, which is spiritual brotherhood, during which one submits to living spiritual guide. The depicted as the uh, and uh, the existence of the third and fourth gates mostly theoretical some although uh, Alevis uh, have apparently re received initiation into the third and what is that it's like I mentioned a spiritual guide and literally meaning grandfather it is traditional leader that is claimed to be from the lineage of prophetic Muhammad uh, that performs ritual baptisms for newborns of fishes at funerals and organizes weekly gatherings at the uh, Samvis, which is assembly houses. Um, as well, in the level uh, cultural and other social activities uh, that takes place, uh, they take place in assembly houses that I mentioned. Seven, that ceremony prototype is the Muhammad's uh, no no cultural uh, no cultural ascent into heaven uh, where he beheld a gathering of 40 saints uh, and the divine reality uh, made manifest in their leader Allah uh, or in other uh, spelling Ali I don't know which one is the correct so if I'm wrong correct me uh, now uh, the Sam is worshipping Sarah's uh, its ceremony features music, singing and dancing, in which both women and men participate. Uh, rituals are performed in Turkish uh, Zazaki 
Comanji and other local languages. Um, now there as well uh, on practices is 12 services uh, performed by 12 ministers of the SEM as well among the practices is festivals. Uh, Nurus is New Day is the Kurdish New Year uh, observed uh, on 21st of March. Uh, the spring equinox as a celebration of newness and reconciliation. It is celebrated by many modern Turkic peoples uh, as well uh, and apart from the original beliefs of the Zoroastrians uh, regarding the new year, uh, let us also celebrate uh, and commemorate the birth of Ali, Ali uh, his wedding with Fatima at the rescue from the rescue of Yusuf uh, from the well and the creation of the world on this day. Now moving on to Alevism symbols uh, is uh, literally Alevis consider God the cosmos humanity in a state of total unity and this unity is symbolized with an exclamation Haq Muhammad Ali which unites the three most sacred beings in Alevism it is God Haq uh, Muhammad uh, the cosmos and Ali, Ali uh, humanity a cousin and the son-in-law of uh, Muhammad. Uh, now, uh, moving on to another uh, uh, ethnic group, religion is uh, a religious system is Mandaism of Mandaeans, and they believe only in one God who lives in the world of light. In contrast, uh, in the world of darkness, there is a chief called Ruha, but a prince called Puthalich Ptahil, uh, who is similar to the agnostic Demurge and uh, who corrupted all spiritual beings to let them to create our world. Mandaism believes in the salvation of the soul through the esoteric knowledge of God. In contrast with other Gnostic religions, however, Mandaism supports marriage and prohibits sexual license. Uh, as well, uh, Mandaeans believe they need to stick to what they know to survive as community, and uh, as well, uh, in their beliefs is Gnosticism. It's a collection of uh, ancient religious ideas and systems which originated. At the first century AD, among early Christian and Jewish Jewish sects. Moving on to Mandaism practices, it is baptism. Uh, but unlike all, as in other religions, baptism is not one-off uh, event, but is performed every Sunday, the Mandaean holy day. Uh, and baptism usually involves full immersion in flowing water. And all the rivers considered um, fit for baptism are called Yardena after the river Jordan. After emerging from the water, the worshipper is anointed uh, with holy oil and partakes of a communion of bread and water. You know, and again, these elements exist in Catholicism and Christianity as well. So again, elements taken and existing somewhere else as well. Uh, also, Mandaism practices involves a mass for the dead or ancient as ascent of the soul ceremony. It can take various forms but usually involves a ritual meal in memory of the dead 
and the ceremony is believed to help the souls of the departed uh, on their journey through purgatory to the world of life. See, you can see this elements as well in Catholicism. And before I learn the truth that's written in the Word of God, uh, I myself uh, see those things in my eyes because I also was in this Catholicism religion uh, and I thankfully was uh, moved away from it. But uh, we're gonna get there. Now, moving on to monotheism uh, symbols. Uh, their religious symbol is the Raksha, which is uh, uh, bearing similarities to the Christian cross, yet it has very different meanings. The cross depicts uh, the body of man, the cloth represents the robe given uh, by God to Adam, and uh, branches of myrtle symbolize the seven days it took to create the world. Now, moving on to another uh, uh, group of uh, uh, ethnic uh, religions is Yadism of Yadis and they believe in Tao Semelech uh, that refused to uh, bow before the first human when God ordered the seven angels to do so. The command was actually a test uh, meant to determine uh, which of these angels was most loyal to God by not prostrating themselves to someone other than their creator. Tavsimalek, who is that you're asking? Uh, well, it's a peacock angel depicted in Yazism and in other monotheistic religions as well. Of uh, the region identify uh, peacock angel uh, as Tavsimalek uh, with their own unredeemed evil spirit, Satan, which has in in see that centuries of persecution of Yazis as a quoting devil worshippers. Uh, uh, now, Yazis are believing in Tao Semelech and they, think, uh, they believe anything it's not source of uh, evil or wickedness. Uh, they consider him to be the leader of the Archangels and not a fallen angel. Now, who are these uh, angels? No, it's seven angels. And uh, they are emanations of God. In uh, uh, Yazism, and uh, are uh, which are said uh, to have been created by God uh, from His own light. Emanations is something from specific source. Uh, so first of them is Gabriel in Hebrew name. It translates uh, God is my strength. Gabriel appears to a prophet Daniel to explain his visions. Uh, another one is Azrael is the angel of death in Islam and the Hebrew name translates to angel of God uh, which is help from God both in Islam and Judaism. He is said to hold a scroll concerning the fate of the mortals. The third one is Michael Archangel is a, an archangel in Judaism. Christianity and Islam in the New Testament Michael leads God's armies against Satan's forces in the book of uh, Revelation, uh, where during the war in heaven he defeats Satan. Uh, another one that I was not able to find any information about is uh, Sifquail. Sif so if you're gonna find it, uh, please write down in the comment section below. Uh, Dardail are angels that um, it's it's another 
uh, angel, it's angels that travel in the earth searching out assemblies where people remember God's name and angel named Tardale is also invoked in exorcism and exorcism is on the other hand summons jinn that spirit depicted as jinn and demons by invoking the names of God uh, and to command them to abandon their mischiefs uh, and is through to repair uh, damage believed caused by jinn possession which left or the evil eye. Uh, now, uh, Israfil is another angel. It's an uh, angel who blows the trumpet to signal uh, it is depicted as the day of judgment and sometimes depicted as the angel of uh, music. And lastly, another uh, angel is Azazil, uh, so its name of Iblis before uh, the this angel was expelled from heaven and he is usually seen as archangel but also regarded as a jinn according to some reports. Now moving on uh, to another Yadism uh, beliefs is uh, reincarnation. Yadis use this metaphor of uh, change uh, of garment to describe the process. Spiritual purification of the soul can be attained via continual reincarnation within the faith of a group, but uh, it also can be halted by means of expulsion from the Yadis community. Uh, and Yadis as well believe that uh, this is the worst possible fate since the soul's spiritual progress halts and conversion back into the faith is impossible. Another beliefs is a creation myth that uh, Yadis believe uh, uh, about uh, that God created the world from a pearl dure, and that was previously a stage before the creation ends uh, the eternity uh, before creation. So even uh, it is depicted in uh, science as. We now, uh, I think, majority of you who now listen to this podcast know as the Big Bang. Uh, now, moving on to Yetism practices. Uh, they practice prayers, it, uh, and uh, uh, it is worshipping uh, when uh, they turn their face toward the sun, and they uh, do it as a Wednesday is the holy day. And even before is also a holy, so they, they use that time. Uh, now, moving on to festivals, is another uh, practice of Yazism. Uh, one of the most important Yazid festivals is a feast of Yazid every year, takes place on the first Friday on or after the 14th of December. Before this festival, the Yazid feast for three days where uh, nothing is eaten from sunrise to sunset. The Ida Ezi festival is another one and are celebrated in honor uh, of God and three days of fasting before are also associated with the ever shorter days before the winter solstice when the sun is less and less visible and with the Ida Ezi uh, festival the fasting time is ended. The festival is often celebrated with music, food, drinks and dance. Another important festival is uh, Taos Garan where where walls and other religious dignitaries visit Yadzi villages, bringing the Sinjaku sacred images of a peacock symbolizing Tavus Yamalek. 
and these are venerated fees are collected from uh, pious uh, sermons are preached and holy water and brought small stones from uh, Lala is distributed and the greatest festival uh, of the year is uh, in, in Yedism is Feast of the uh, Assembly which includes an annual pilgrimage to the tomb of Sheikh Adin now uh, he, in Lahish, uh, uh, northern Iraq, uh, the festival is celebrated from 6th October to 13th October in honor of uh, Sheikh Adi, and it is considered by Yazis him as a avatar of Tawasemelek, which means peacock angel. Uh, now, there is certain as well uh, purity and taboo so yeah uh, many yazis consider pork to be prohibited uh, and too much uh, contact with non yazis also yazis consider a pollution that's what they believe now uh, and, and practice now moving on to the uh, yazism symbols it's literally same type of symbol like uh, as a peacock angel and it's their symbol of uh, faith of Yazis. Uh, now moving on to another uh, ethnic uh, group uh, uh, is Zoro Zoroastrianism. It is pretty difficult spelling word of uh, Iranians. So Zoro Zoroastrianism believe uh, cos in cosmology creation of the universe according to the Zoro uh, Zoroastrian uh, creation myth. Ahura Mazda, Lord uh, and Wisdom. Uh, existed in light and goodness above, while uh, an my new destructive spirit mentality existed in darkness and ignorance below. Ahura Mazda uh, first manifested seven divine beings called Amesh, Amesh Spenters. It is divine entities who uh, support him and represent beneficent aspects of personality and creation along with numerous uh, yes as divinities worthy of worship now our master then created the uh, as, as, as Zoro, zoroastrianism uh, depicts uh, the material and visible world itself in order to ensnare evil and then he created the floating egg shaped universe in uh, two parts First, the spiritual, and 30,000 years later, the physical. Then, Horomazda created a Gaia Mart, the archetypical perfect man, and Gavaya Vodata, uh, which is six primor, primor, primordial material creations and the mythological progenitor of all benefic animal or life uh, the primordial bovine so what is that that is domestic cattle bison african buffalo the water buffalo the yak and the four hornet and spiral hornet antelopes now as uh, their belief goes further of zoran zoratrianism uh, while Huramazda created the universe and humankind Angra Mayano, uh, 
whose very nature is to destroy miscreated de uh, demons, evil divas and noxious creatures such as snakes, ants and flies. Angra Mayan created an opposite evil being for each good being except for humans, which he found he could not match. Angra Mayan invaded the universe through the base of the sky, uh, inflicting Gaia Mart um, and uh, the bull with suffering uh, and death. However, the evil forces were trapped in the universe and could not retreat. Uh, as further Zoroastrianism uh, depicts uh, humans to struggle and twofold universe of the material and spiritual trapped and in long combat uh, with the evil. The evils of this physical world are not products of an inherent weakness but are the fault of um, Angra Mayano assault on creation. This assault turned the perfectly flat, peaceful, and everyday lit world into a mountainous, violent place that is half night. Now, as well uh, as Zoroastrianism, uh, Zoroastrianism uh, believes ghosts, they believe in eschatology and in uh, renovation and judgment uh, and beliefs about renovation of the world and times and individual uh, judgment, general judgment of all people in the end of the world uh, including the resurrection of the dead which are alluded to the uh, which are alluded to in the Gathas but uh, developed in later Avestan and Middle Persian writings. Now when it goes to Zoroastrianism practices, they practice burial traditionally, neither burial nor cremation were practiced by Zoroastrians. Instead, uh, dead bodies were taken to Tower of Silence and laid out under the sun where vultures devoured them. Uh, as well, Zoroastrianism practices uh, uh, worship in certain places called far temples in them the eternal flame is kept burning with uh, sandalwood and frankincense the first fire uh, is to be lit upon an altar is said to have been brought down from heaven by Zoroaster with a rod because the fire is such a sacred and holy symbol the fire temples are open only to Zoroastrians and the basic moral principles, uh, which is three of them, also are among Zoroastrianism everyday practice. So it's Humata, uh, which is good thoughts, the intention or moral resolution to abide by Asha, the right uh, order of things. Another one is Humata, uh, which is uh, depicted as good words, the communication of that intention. And third one is Habar. Uh, which is depicted as good deeds, uh, it is the realization in action of that intention. Now, when it goes to uh, Zoroastrianism symbolism, one of them is fire, it has a specific, special significance, being the supreme symbol of God and the divine life. Um, 
Our Mazda is described as full of luster, full of glory, and hence his luminous creations, uh, which is fire, sun, stars, and light are regarded as visible tokens of the divine and of the inner light. That inner light is the divine spark that burns within each of us. Fire is also a physical representation of the illuminated mind. In a way, uh, fire serves as a symbol of the god of the good god Ahura Mazda, and fire provides light, and light grants us the ability to see. And uh, vision is a representation of wisdom as we are able to see knowledge and know the difference of what is good and evil. Another Zoroastrianism symbol is the Farabahar, its emblem, and it said be representing the way of uh, people on earth should live. There are many ways uh, to look at this particular symbol of Farabahar. Uh, one is an example that uh, the uh, figure depicts an old person symbolizing the wisdom and experience a believer uh, should have. Uh, the reaching hand also tells us that we should uh, reach for what is higher and achieve great things by doing what is morally right. The three layers of uh, feathers on the wings and tail contrast each other and three wings uh, representing good thoughts, uh, words and deeds, while the tail opposite uh, bad thoughts, uh, words and deeds. Another symbol among Zoroastrianism is Sudre. Sudre is a piece of garment that Zoroastrians uh, traditionally wear at all times. Uh, being a thin and white piece of clothing, it symbolizes purity, innocence, and purity is very important to Zoroastrians as anything that is seen as dirty and impure, it's a sign of uh, holiness, um, which is the opposite of what Zoroastrianism teaches we should strive for. Now, another symbolism among Zoroastrianism is uh, a kusti, which is uh, serving similar purpose of a belt. It is worn around the waist and is made of 72 long white threads. These threads represent the 72 chapters in the Yasna, which is the text uh, collection of the Avesta. Another symbolism is uh, uh, cypress tree tend to have a durable and sustainable life and because of that it became a symbol of life for the Zoroastrians. The thought of uh, eternal life is a symbol of liberty as well as we are free from the dead. Uh, and as well, Zoroastrianism uh, symbol Avesta is the primary scriptures of uh, uh, this uh, particular ethnic group. Uh, it is written uh, in Avestian language included uh, uh, in the Avesta are mainly uh, beliefs, phrases, hymns, uh, thought to be written by Zoroaster himself and other uh, sacred texts uh, relating to the religion. Uh, now, si since when I was praying for this podcast, uh, uh, the whole uh, bag of information uh, 
I noticed that Chinese folk religion as well is among ethnic religions, but since I already made it, uh, it as a separate, I'm gonna keep it that way. So moving on further, uh, another group um, is Kajuren uh, of Javanese. Uh, they believe uh, in Kabatian that is combination of metaphysics, mysticism, and other esoteric doctrines from animistic, Hinduistic, Buddhistic, and Islamic origins. Although the Javanese culture is tolerant and open to new religions, only those qualities are accepted and filtered which fit into Javanese culture, character, and personality. So Javanese idols combine human wisdom, psyche, and perfection. The follower must control his, her passions achieving earthly riches and comforts so that he or she may one day uh, reach enlightenment, harmony and union with the spirit of the universe. Uh, moving on to Kajurian practices. Uh, it is meditation, uh, which is uh, two of them, uh, Tampa and Ga Gay Long. It's meditation hanging from a tree and Tampa, uh, not Tampa, but Tapa, and Gay Long, and other one is Tapa Kung Kong, is meditation under small waterfall or meeting point of two or three rivers. Now, uh, another practice of Kejuan is fasting, uh, which is uh, three of them. Uh, first one is Pasa Mutik, is Ups from eating anything that is salted and sweetened, only eating, drinking pure water and rice. Another one is Pasa Senan Kemis uh, is fasting on Monday, Thursday, and Pasa and Ge Blang is fasting for a longer period, uh, usually from three to seven days. Uh, and depicted as three, five, or seven days. Uh, now, another one practiced among Kajuren is uh, animistic worship, uh, where Kabatian often implies animistic worship because it encourages uh, uh, sacrifices and devotions to local and ancestral spirits. These spirits are believed to inhabit natural objects, human beings, artifacts, and grave sites of important value, Muslim saints. Uh, now, illness and other misfortunes are traced to such spirits, and if uh, sacrifices or pilgrimages fail to placate, meaning make someone less angry or hostile, angry deities, and the advice of a dukun uh, or healer is sought. Other practices, uh, also including uh, tapapati. Uh, Jenny, which is avoiding fire or light for a day or days and isolating itself, uh, oneself in dark rooms or tapa and g Adam, uh, stand or walk on foot from sunset till sunset 24 hours in silence. Uh, now moving on to uh, Kajuren symbolism is Samar is a character in Javanese mythology who frequently appears in Wayang shadow plays. He is one of uh, Punakaun, 
uh, minion clowns, but is in fact divine and very wise. He is uh, depicted uh, as saying Dihin Yang, meaning guardian spirit, or Java, meaning uh, Gajavan or Javanism, uh, and is regarded by some as the most uh, sacred figure of the Wayang set uh, now. Another symbol of Kejuan is uh, Garuda, which is uh, a legendary bird or bird-like creature in Hindu, Buddhist and Jain mythology. Uh, he is variously the legal mount Vahana uh, of Hindu god uh, Vishnu and Dharma protector and Alata Sena in Buddhism and Yaksha. Uh, meaning nature spirits, usually benevolent but sometimes mischievous or capri capricious, uh, connected with water, fertility, trees, forest, and treasure, and as well wilderness uh, of the Jain Tirthankara uh, Shantimatha was it depicted it, it as was the 16th spiritual teacher of uh, Dharma of the present age. Now, moving on to another ethnic group uh, is uh, Sikhism of Punjabi. So, Sikhism is classified as a Indian uh, religion along with Buddhism, Hinduism and Jainism. Jain, Jainism uh, and Sikhism believe uh, that beliefs uh, composing that uh, there is one God uh, as well, that uh, men and women are inherently good and equal before God, that everyone has direct access to God, that the way uh, to become uh, closer to God is to be of service to our fellow human beings and uh, Sikhism also believe that uh, the Guru Grant Sahib, uh, which is the Sikh holy book, is written entirely in poetry and it includes the hymns of many non-Sikh saints from diverse religions, tra traditions, including Hinduism, Islam and Sufism. Now, Sikhs, uh, Sikhs, Sikhs uh, also believe that um, they have duty to help the poor and the oppressed and sharing with the needy was one of the three principles taught by Guru Nanak, the other two are work hard and honestly and always remember God through, throughout uh, the day. Moving on to Sikhism practices, Sikh practices uh, are very simple, um, precise and practical guidelines uh, laid out by the Gurus for the practice of the Sikh way of life. Uh, the Gurus emphasize that Sikh should uh, lead uh, a disciplined life engaged in Nam Simran, meaning meditation on God's name. And uh, Nam Simran also refers to the meditation vocal singing of hymns from the uh, Sri Guru uh, Grat Sahib uh, or contemplating the various names of God or qualities of God, especially the chanting of the word uh, Vahe Guru, which means wonderful Lord, uh, representing the formless being, the creator of all the forms and the being omnipresent in all forms. Uh, 
as well uh, among citizen practices is kirat uh, karni and this uh, term means to earn the honest pure and dedicated living by exercising one's god-given skills abilities talents and hard labor for the benefit and improvement of the individual their family and society at large uh, as well a Sikhism practice involves living an honest life of a householder and one kai shaho meaning to share what you have and to consume it together as a community uh, sharing what one has with the community so in other words is uh, hard work honest living love of fellow humans and true human service of the god the primal power uh, now moving on to Sikhism symbol uh, it's Khanda uh, the special Sikh uh, religious symbol is made up of three images the Khanda uh, which is double-edged sword this represents the belief in one god the Chakar uh, is like Dakara it is a circle representing God without beginning or end and reminding Sikhs uh, to uh, remain within the rule of God uh, two crossed kirpans uh, among Sikhism symbols is representing uh, dual characteristics of Miripiri uh, and indicating that in full the integration of both spiritual and temporal sovereignty together and not treating them as two separate and distinct entities sovereignty is uh, for those who not know uh, full right and power of a governing body over itself without any interference from outside sources or bodies now moving on to Shinto of Japanese uh, uh, they literally uh, believe in uh, Kami Shinto is polytheistic belief system involving the veneration of many deities known as Kami or sometimes as uh, Jingye the term Kami refers both to individual Kami and the collective group of Kami term was uh, uh, varyingly translated into English as God or Spirit however Earth Heart uh, uh, note that there was no exact English equivalent for word Kami according to Japanese mythology there are 8 million Kami uh, uh, and Shinto practitioners believe that they are present everywhere Kami are seen to inhabit both the living and the dead organic and inorganic matter and natural disasters like earthquakes, droughts and plagues uh, now uh, as well among beliefs of Shinto is uh, purity both physical cleanness and avoidance of destruction and spiritual purity physical well-being harmony uh, what exists in all things and must be maintained against imbalance procreation and fertility uh, also family and ancestral solidarity subordination of the individual to the group reverence of nature all things have the potential for both uh, good and bad the soul tama 
is of the uh, dead and can influence the living before it joins with the collective canon of its ancestors, believe that Shinto ideas about goodness linked to that which possesses or relates to beauty, brightness, excellence, good fortune, nobility, purity, suitability, harmony, conformity, and productivity. Moving on, I'm talking about uh, Shinto practice. Uh, its uh, practices involve uh, shrines, so Shinto shrines called Jinju. Uh, they are public places uh, constructed uh, to house uh, kami, and anyone is welcome to visit public shrines, though uh, there uh, are certain practices that should be observed by all uh, visitors uh, uh, and anyone is welcome to visit public shrines uh, though they uh, uh, are including quiet uh, reference and purification by water before entering them uh, and uh, uh, worship of Kami is also be, uh, must be done uh, at small shrines in private uh, homes uh, named Kamidan, Kamidana or sacred natural spaces called Mori. Another Shinto practice is uh, purification. Um, it's a ritual performed to rid a person or an object or impurity. And purification rituals can take many forms, including a prayer from a priest, uh, cleansing uh, by water or salt, or even a mass purification of a large group of people. A ritual cleansing can be as well completed um, through one of the following uh, methods. So, one of these methods uh, are uh, uh, right. Gushi and on all Hnusa. So Hnusa is a belief uh, in transferring impurity from a person to an object and destroying the object after the transfer. When entering a Shinto uh, shrine, a priest uh, will have uh, a purification wand and consisting of a stick uh, with uh, strips of paper, linen, or rope attached to, to it over visitors to up. Sorb impurities, the impure uh, Ahira Gushi, which is uh, this purification one, will theoretically be destroyed at uh, a later point. Another uh, purification uh, method is uh, Misogi Harai, uh, it's uh, like uh, uh, Zan Nagi, this uh, Purification is done traditionally by submerging oneself completely under a waterfall, river, or other body of active water. It is common uh, to find basins at the entrance of shrines where visitors will wash their hands and mouths as a abbreviated um, version uh, uh, for this practice. Uh, another purification practice is. Uh, named an act or prevention rather than purification. Imi is uh, the placing of taboos on certain circumstances to avoid impurity. For example, if a family member had uh, recently died, the family would not visit a shrine as a death is considered impure. Likewise, when anything in nature 
is being harmed, uh, prayers are said and rituals are performed to appease the gamut of the phenomenon. Now, another uh, following method of purification is uh, Ohari at the end of June and December each year. Ohari, uh, Ohari uh, or the ceremony of great purification is performed at shrines around Japan with the intent to purify the entire population in some circumstances. It is also performed after natural disasters. Um, now, another uh, practice uh, in Shinto is uh, depicted as uh, Kagura, which is ritual dances. And it's a type of dance to pacify and energize Kami, particularly those of recently deceased people. It also is directly related to Japan's original story when Kami danced for Amaterasu, uh, the Kami of the sun, uh, to coax her out of hiding to restore light to the universe, like much else in Shinto, the types of dances vary from community to community uh, as well. Another practice is prayers and offerings. Uh, uh, the kami often uh, complex and play important role in communicating with the kami uh, as Shinto believers believe. There are different types. Uh, there are different types of prayers and offerings. So one of them is Norito, is a Shinto prayer and, and prayers issued by both priests and worshippers that follow a complicated structure of prose. They usually contain words of praise for the kami as well as requests and a list of offerings. Norito is also set as part of purification by the priest over uh, visitors before entering sh a shrine. Among are uh, small wooden plagues, uh, 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 where worshippers can write prayers uh, uh, for the kami. Uh, the plagues are purchased uh, at the shrine where they are left. To be received by the kami, they often feature small drawings or designs, and prayers often consist of requests for success during exam periods and in business health children and happy marriages. Another prayers and offerings uh, type is Ofunda. Uh, it is a amulet received at a Shinto shrine and that is inscribed with uh, the name of Kami and is intended to bring luck and safety to those who hang in in their homes. Uh, Omamori are smaller portable ofunta that provide safety and security for one person. Both need to be renewed each year. Omikuji as uh, another uh, prayer and offering uh, type is small slips of paper at Shinto shrines with uh, fortunes written on them. It is the will pay a small amount to randomly select an omikuji uh, on rolling the paper depicted as releasing the fortune. Now another practice is uh, for sure a ceremonies and festivals uh, uh, and participating in Shinto rituals. Strength, uh, uh, Shinto believers think it strengthens entire personal relationships and relationships with the kami. Uh, and can bring health, security, and fortune to a person of a group uh, of people. And though there is no weekly services, uh, there are various rites, meaning ceremonies uh, of life for.
worshippers. So one of them is Hatsumiya Mari uh, Hatsum Hatsumiya Mayari. It's difficult again the word to pronounce. After a child is born, he or she is taken to a shrine by parents and grandparents to be placed under the protection of the canon. Uh, another one is Shichu Gosan. Um, every year on the Sunday nearest to November 15, parents take sons aged 3 and 5 and daughters aged 3 and 7 to the local shrine to thank the gods uh, for the child for their healthy childhood. Parents uh, take sons uh, uh, those and, 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 and daughters uh, there and uh, it is done to ask for a fortunate and successful future. Another practice um, among ceremonies and festivals uh, uh, depicted as uh, uh, various rites for worshipping is uh, Seijin Shiki. It's uh, each year on January 15, uh, 20 year old men and women visit trying to give thanks for canon for reaching adulthood. Uh, another uh, is uh, depicted as marriage through increasingly uncommon wedding ceremonies traditionally occur in the presence of family and a priest at Shinto shrine typically attended by the bride, the groom and their immediate families. The ceremony consists of exchanging vows and rings, uh, prayers, drinks and an offering to the canon. And of course, it's that, but funerals rarely take place in Shinto shrines, and if they do, they are only to appease the canon of the deceased person. Uh, that is considered impure, though only the body of the deceased person is impure, the soul is pure and free from the body, as Shinto uh, religion uh, depicts. Now, moving on to Shinto symbolism. Uh, uh, it is one of the most uh, known Torah gates uh, as entrance to Shinto shrines made uh, of wood or stone. These two post gateways are known as Torah and show the boundaries in which the Kami lives. The act of passing through uh, a Torah is seen as a form of purification, which is very important when visiting a shrine. As purification rituals are a major uh, function in Shinto in Japan as well the red color representative of the sun and life and it is also said to be worth bad omens and disasters once again by passing through these red gates visitors uh, to a shrine are cleansed as Shinto uh, belief system goes and uh, uh, cleansed from a bad energy ensuring that only good energy will be brought to a kami that resides inside now another symbol of Shinto is uh, Shimanawa, Shimena, uh, it is sacred rope uh, and these ropes are adorned with white uh, zigzag shaped ornaments. They can vary greatly in size and diameter with uh, some being not much more than few threads. While others are massive and thick, they can vary uh, greatly in size and diameter, with some being not much more than a few threads, while others are massive and thick. Uh, and these robes typically used to mark boundaries of sacred space and are set to warn off evil spirits. Uh, they are often um, seen hanging from torii. 
wrapped around sacred trees and rocks within which can are set to reside or even fasten, uh, fasten it around that waist of grand champion sumo wrestler so uh, these are special trees, rocks and Yokozuna sumo grand champs known as Yoshiro uh, meaning uh, something that attracts gods and has a god uh, living within uh, now another symbol is shy. Uh, it's white zigzag papers. The there are two theories behind uh, why they have a, a lightning shape. Uh, one claims that the shape representative of the infinite power of uh, gods uh, of the gods, and another suggests that as rain, clouds, and lightning are elements of uh, a good harvest, lightning shape are a prayer to the gods for a bountiful season. Now there is variety of different uh, Buddhist shite uh, adornment uh, ones used in Shinto with subtle differences between them in terms of style. Uh, two of uh, these ones are called Okohei and Harei Gushi. So uh, shrine maidens called Miko used Kohei and with two sides uh, attached in rituals and ceremonies to bless people, but main purpose of the one is to bless uh, objects or cleanse sacred places of negative energy. The uh, Hare Gushi, another uh, uh, one, is uh, with many shards attached uh, and used same purpose cleansing, but under different circumstances, a Shinto priest will rhythmically wave the Hare Gushi uh, over a person or a person newly obtained objects such as a new house or car to perform this purification ritual. Uh, now another symbolism among Shinto is uh, Saaki, it is Shinto sacred tree and uh, as mentioned previously nature worship is a key element in Shintoism. Uh, trees playing a particularly important role. Certain types of trees are considered sacred and are known as uh, Shinboku, not unlike Tori, these trees which surround a shrine create a sacred fence inside of which is deemed a purified space. Saki trees are commonly found uh, planted around shrines as uh, and to act as a sacred fence and branch of uh, Sakaki uh, sometimes used as an offering to uh, the gods. Uh, one of the reasons that sake trees are considered uh, sacred in Shinto uh, has to do with the fact that uh, they are evergreens and therefore symbolic of immortality. Uh, another symbol is uh, Tomoya, it is filled in commas and translated as uh, 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 commonly used in Japanese uh, badges of authority called Mon uh, and are associated with samurai and representing the interaction of the three realms of existence, heaven, earth, and the underworld. Now, another symbol in Shinto is uh, Shinkyo. It's a Shinto's god mirror, and it's a mystical object uh, said to be connecting our world to the spirit realm. Shinto can be seen displaced at Shinto altars as an avatar of the Kami idea, bringing that uh, God will enter the mirror in order to interface with our world. Now, moving on to another uh, 
group of uh, ethnic cultures. Uh, it's like uh, uh, another uh, uh, religion, uh, and it existing in uh, Sundanese people culture, uh, and uh, it called Sundavitan, Sundavitan. Sorry, Sundavitan. So uh, it believes. Uh, uh, in ontology and universe uh, that consists as they depict in three realms. So first one is uh, pointy realm or peak realm, the uppermost realm, the abode of the supreme highest sign, Hian uh, Kesha. So it's like a god depiction or in the uh, religion of Sundarvitan, uh, and it's. Uh, a supreme god uh, that created the biggest as created universe and also other gods such as mother goddess uh, uh, Batari Sunam Ambu and Batara Guru so uh, identified as Shiva after the adoption of Hinduism uh, another uh, realm uh, depicted in this universe belief of Sundarvitan is uh, middle world so the earth the realm of where human beings animals and five cardinal directions east west north south and south center uh, zen exists and third uh, world is forbidden world the hell uh, realm of demons lowly spirits and the lowermost realm now sundavitan practices uh, includes uh, a traditions prayers and rituals uh, that are performed through songs and chant of uh, pantun sunda uh, uh, and kinduk dances so these ritual practices can be observed during their rice harvest ceremony and the annual new year festival called Serer uh, Town. Um, now uh, another uh, practice of Sundarvitan is modern Sundanese uh, uh, people that practices uh, Islam or adhere uh, to their faith so it influences value systems and certain elements of traditional customs beliefs and culture of Sundarvitan and still survives in the uh, contemporary times in terms of influence on their social values and cultural uh, cultural mores uh, social norms and among uh, symbolism Sudan had uh, no uh, particular symbolism moving on now to another uh, ethnic uh, group uh, religion is Ser or uh, as the fat rock uh, of Ser of Sengal so it's West Africa country the Gambia West Africa uh, as well one of West West, West Africa's country and Mauritania which is uh, uh, located in North West Africa so Ser uh, believes uh, in uh, a supreme deity called rock uh, sometimes referred as rock uh, scene uh, uh, that is rock the immensity or the merciful god uh, rock is neither devil nor a genie but a uh, lord of creation and they also believe in other lesser gods goddesses and supernatural spirits or genie and uh, Pangul or uh, Angus, uh, such as Sarah religion. So Pangul is uh, uh, Fangul, ancient, uh, as ancient saints and ancestral spirits of the Sarah people of Sen Seneca Senegal, the Gambia, and Mauritania. In the religious sense, they act as the 
interceders between the living world and the supreme being rock or cox uh, there are several pangu in several religion and each one is uh, associated uh, with specific attributes they have their own sacred place of worship means of worship uh, and uh, as well a symbol of the pangu is the serpent uh, represented by two uh, coalesced snakes uh, now as well uh, when the belief comes they believe uh, Serb people uh, believe in Turak uh, it's uh, one of the demigods uh, of the Serb people uh, of uh, Senegal and um, Gambia and Mauritania and in the Serb religion uh, Turak is uh, regarded as the god of wealth property uh, and like adversary Har, uh, the god of justice, they both venerated and worshipped at the foot of the tallest trees in their country. And now, when it comes to Har, Tar Har as demigod uh, in their religion and worshipped by many serers uh, and ethnic group, or uh, that is found in, uh, again in Senegal, Gambia, and Mauritania, Tar Har is god of justice and uh, vengeance in Sarah religion and worship at the foot of certain trees uh, in the forest deemed to be sacred uh, and the Sarah priestly class play a crucial role in the invocation of demigod and the implementation of its laws that devotees adhere to. Uh, now demigod is a minor deity or a more mortal or immortal who is the offspring of a god uh, and a human or a figure who has attained divine status after death now when uh, their belief systems goes as well they believe in uh, afterlife that there is no heaven or hell in the serial religion and immortality of the soul and reincarnation is strongly held belief in serial religion uh, and the pangul are colonized as holy saints and will be called upon and venerated and have the power to intercede between the living and the divine uh, now acceptance by the ancestors who have long departed and the ability to intercede with the divine as uh, close to heaven after one passes over and in this afterlife belief system also rejection by ancestors and becoming a lost and wandering soul is as close to hell uh, in this religion when it comes to the uh, practices uh, traditional serial religious practices encompass ancient chants and poems uh, veneration of and offerings to deities as well as spirits and guru now, Pangul, as I mentioned, is ancient uh, saints and ancestral spirits of the Serb people of Senegal, Gambia, and Mauritania, and as well, uh, Serb people practice astronomy, natural science that uh, studies celestial objects and phenomena, and as well, it uses uh, mathematics, physics, and chemistry in order to explain their origin and evolution. Another uh, Serb practice is initiation. Initiation writes uh, a uh, 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 passages. It's uh, marking entrance or acceptance into group or society. 
as well the practicing medicine and cosmology meaning branch of astronomy concerned with the studies of the origin and evolution of the universe from the big bang to today and on into the future uh, and solar history moving on to solar symbols um, there is uh, almost none uh, yet I found only one that is star of uh, Yonir, it's uh, part of Serer Cosmos, it is very important and sacred and just one of many religious symbols in Serer religion and cosmology uh, yet I mentioned there's almost none left so in, in the uh, 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 sources where I was looking for if you're gonna find someone uh, comment down below to do like an upgraded version of this uh, podcast um, and now um, it is uh, uh, this star of Yonir it's uh, depicted as bright as star in the night sky meaning Sirius and the peak of the star top point represent the supreme deity rock the other four points represent the cardinal points of the universe crossing of the lines bottom left top left, top right top left and bottom right pinpoints uh, the axis of the universe that all energy passes um, uh, and the top point is the point of departure uh, and depicted as uh, conclusion, the origin and the end among the series who cannot read or write the Latin alphabet it is very common to them to sign official documents with the star of Yonir as the star also presents good fortune and destiny so it's gonna be that's it for this podcast uh, in the next podcast i'm gonna be talking about africa and america religions as introduction it's gonna be the episode one uh, and it's gonna be leading to uh, another episode uh, uh, now if you like this uh, video and this podcast make sure to leave a like um, and press subscribe to the channel and press the bell so you would be notified uh, when I will upload another podcast. Uh, and if you uh, have friends that love hear about this podcast topics, uh, make sure to share this podcast and channel with them. It's going to be really beneficial for them and for you and everyone who hears this podcast in the long term. Uh, and all these series that I'm going to do um, exposing what these religion systems are all about. Um, if you want to support me, you can do it directly to my PayPal account. I'm going to leave it in the description of funds uh, of the description of the uh, video on this podcast. Uh, if all the funds will be invested into future projects, I have them until at least 2045 or even longer uh, as well. There is a Instagram page, uh, Notch of Salvation, I'm going to leave it in down below as well with the additional link to my google drive where i uploading when i have time doing bible study and it's a wallpapers it's uh, uh, put it into folder so it's categorized it's easy to navigate and you can use it anywhere whether on your desktop whether on your electronic devices tablets or even in conferences and events as a slides uh, and as well i will include my twitter page uh, uh, no salvation uh, it's a link and they're gonna write updates and um, it's gonna be for updates and communication with the community uh, so if i don't announce something you're gonna see it firstly there um, 
so that's it for this podcast i hope you enjoyed and uh, i see you in the next one